another episode of Wait for Wait Food for Thought podcast. On today's episode, I am joined by my sister, Dunya, and my best friend and roommate, Sophia, and we are going to talk about facing our fears. And uh, we all just had a margarita, so we're trying, I'm trying very hard to maintain my composure, but <laughs> I don't have any. And it's not, <laughs> so, not doing great. Not doing great. <laughs> not doing great. But we want to talk about facing your fears and being comfortable with being uncomfortable and living every day a little bit uncomfortably. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Seuss. Yo, call me Dr. Seuss. Swear to God, that was poetic. That was poetic. <laughs> Be comfortable with living an uncomfortable by living uncomfortably. <laughs> that was, yeah. So I guess we'll we'll kick this off with a whatever floats your quote, and then I'm gonna have Sophia actually start the segment because she's really like wired up about talking about facing your fears. Like we went on we went on an 11 mile hike, and she was like, "You guys, I read it in my book," and she started she started talking about like all the shit that she learned about facing your fears, and it was like really interesting because. We were on a hike, and honestly, to me, personally, hiking is a little bit boring. So this was a great diversion, if you will. So first quote is, fears are nothing more than a state of mind. Oh, just snaps. Let's take a moment and just snap for that. Next one, personally my favorite. Nothing in life is to be feared. It is only to be understood. Now is the time to understand more so that we may fear less. What a time to say that. You know what? We can just end the podcast here. (laughs) And while I was reading that really deep, beautiful quote, my sister was trying to steal my margarita like I couldn't see her. I can see her. So anyway, I'm going to have Sophia take over, but I'm actually going to read that quote one more time because I think it was very impactful. Nothing in life is to be feared. It is only to be understood. Now is the time to understand more so that we may fear less. And we like kind of quickly chose those quotes, but like, as you said them again, I love them. I think there's, they, they sum it up so simply. Um, I love the fears are nothing more than a state of mind because I mean, that's, that's just true. Like that's literally true. And it's kind of what I was explaining to these, uh, go go ahead and say it. No, these, these biatches, um, <laughs> no, on the hike, um, was cause I was reading about like neuroscience, which Sabrina, you know, she like actually studies. So it was really cool to kind of talk to her about it, like learn more, but I've just been reading this book, um, the idiot brain, go check it out. It's uh, pretty, pretty cool, but it sums up like just how our brain works and the kind of silly tricks it can play on us because it's not a perfect system, um, but it's so complex and advanced that, you know, we're some of the most intelligent beings out here. So we can do a lot of things with our brain and our mind. um, And sometimes it can, again, play tricks on us. So one being that fear um, impulse uh, and that fear setting of your brain. Um, And that just stems from (laughs) that like setting, that button, Um, and it stems from, you know, when we were, you know, more simple beings, we, we didn't have a society and all that crazy stuff. We were like cavemen. So our brains, you know, needed to make sure that they were protecting us and that we knew when some, when we were in danger, um, when there was a predator. So then that strikes our fight or flight reaction, which our brains, as we've evolved as humans has, has kept that, um, 
primary uh, kind of action and instinct um, is that fight or flight. But now the ins- the instances have changed. We're not scared of, you know, getting attacked by a survival and getting, you know, eaten. We're, you know... S- Fear of of going out in public, fear of talking in front of people, fear of rejection, fear of literally spiders, long words, like so many things that our brains have just, you know, conjured up. And it's just because, you know, it has this fear, it has this fear setting, which we need in life um, to survive. But it can play tricks on us because sometimes in our day to day lives, these modern day times, some of these situations aren't as scary as they may seem, like the spider, like, um, you know, or, or just when you start thinking of crazy scenarios and you're paranoid, that's a type of like over, you know, just o- overpower of fear to situations that don't even, haven't even happened, things that you've just conjured up. It's crazy what our minds can do. So, so point blank, period, like, Fear is literally just a state of mind. I know that was a little bit of a neuroscience lesson. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, but as much as I loved telling you guys it, but it really is just that. You you know, you can be scared of spiders, okay? You can be so scared uh, just because they look creepy and whatever. Then you come across a spider and you can calmly kill it and you throw it in the toilet. Oh, look at that. <laughs> or you let it out or you fucking let it on the garden. I don't care. But you overcome or you survive that experience. So then your brain can say, Oh, not something to be feared. Um, and that can really go for any instance. So, so remembering that it's a state of mind, um, and training your brain to not let that fear overpower actual logic and, you know, knowing, Hey brain, calm, calm it down. Like it's not that it's not a big deal. We're good. Um, I think that that uh, is good to remember, just to not let fear overcome. Mind over matter. Or whatever. Yeah, mind over matter. Would that be, though? Yeah, I mean, it's it's your mind. Like, you can... Right, okay, yes. Yeah, you, yeah. Can, you can... Basically, you can conjure up anything. You can conjure up dreams in your mind. You can conjure up beautiful realities. And you can conjure up, like, the most the most pain in your mind and, and suffering and, and just being scared of the world. And the world is scary. And I was telling Sophia and Danielle, like the older you get, or at least for me, the older that I get, um, the more that the world just seems like a scarier and scarier place. And then especially the thought of like, what's going on right now with there's so much hate and there's so much violence and there's so much uncertainty and death. And then on top of that, like, you know, I'm getting to the ages where, you know, soon hopefully be married with kids. And then you're just having to take care of a human and trying to shelter them from the world and understanding why parents are so overprotective is because there's a lot that, of the world that we don't understand and, and we fear, but I think overcoming that fear and not just it's, it's more so overcoming that fear within yourself and knowing that whatever happens, you will be fine and you will get through it and you can push through it. But that's just a state of mind. Just like this quote said, fears are nothing more than a state of mind. If you can make yourself believe that you are so fearful of something, something so irrational. For me, I'm so fearful of vomiting. It makes zero sense. I can't see the movies. I can't see people do it. I, I just can't. Like this one time I took my dad, he had dementia. I took him to a grocery store and my mom was like, Hey, he's not, he doesn't look too good today. And I'm like, nah, we're chilling. We're fine. We're gonna have a great day. We went to his favorite grocery store. He started vomiting inside the store, just like 
everywhere and I dipped I left the store and I started bawling outside and I told somebody I was like yo I think my dad's throwing up like can you help him I don't know why I said I think like it was clear that this man was projectile vomiting throughout the the serve yourself food section so not a great section to be in and I was crying outside and it's just an irrational fear that I just didn't know how to face and I think that moment as well heightened my fear and it kind of gives me some PTSD whenever I see people throwing up and that's just something that I have to get over like is it am I gonna die no and I think that's an important thing to ask yourself is am I gonna die no and a lot of the things that we fear are irrational or minor or constructs. I think that's important to recognize is a lot of the things that we fear are societal constructs and, and are we going to be successful in our lives? Are we going to make it in our lives? If like Sophia said, speaking in public, are people going to make fun of me? What are people going to think of me? And it's like, these are all things that are made up at the end of the day. No one gives a fuck, you know, go out there, be your own person. And that's it. But again, that's a state of mind. And that takes confidence and courage and practice and not just letting your fears kind of control and dictate how you should live your life. And I think that's, that's something that we're all going to go through throughout our, our whole lives is, is navigating through fear and, and overcoming fear with courage. And I think that's, that's the kicker there. And I know Dunya, this was Dunya's idea of a topic today. It was talking about fear because she's a scared ass bitch. So like, <laughs> she's like, yeah, can we talk about fear? I'm like scared of everything. What? I'm just kidding. She didn't say that, but so I'm going to have, <laughs> I'm going to have her take over what an intro Dunya, but she, yeah, I think she has a very great um, Dunya's not really fearful when it comes to just chasing her dreams. And this is something that her and I are kind of battling together. I think it's causing a little bit of a barrier in communication because she's, she's so, and I'll let her take over and then I can kind of chime in actually. So let's just do that before I just kind of shit on you, you know? Yeah, of course. <laughs> do, let's do her a survey. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a, like, there's a couple different types of fears when I'm thinking about fear. There's like, one, like, a little bit of a spooky fear that's kind of a good motivator. And then the, there's one that's just, like, flat-out fear, like, spiders. I'm fucking afraid of spiders. Yeah, not even. It doesn't have to be irrational. I mean, you could be afraid of a spider for biting you, for example. But I'm, I'm not, so it's irrational for me. Um, but, for example, at the skate park the other day, I was just, like, I was looking at all these guys, and they're so good, and they're just flying, and they're just getting slammed. And me I'm just like I just felt like a little girl I'm just like scared and I can't even land on my board doing this trick because I'm afraid that I'm gonna just eat shit and slam my head on the floor um and I told this guy I was just like I'm just so inspired by looking at all these guys because you guys are so fearless and he was like I'll fight you and I was like what the fuck damn that escalated really quickly (laughs) I was was trying to like give you a compliment but whatever and he was like come on now like I wouldn't be I wouldn't be able to get through a skate sesh if I wasn't scared every single day. Like, I'm always scared. I'm still scared. Um, and that was super inspiring to hear just because, you know, I'm I'm thinking that everyone's just fine. And the only reason that I can't do it is because I'm scared and they're not. But the real reason is I'm not pushing hard enough and they are. And they're just working with their fear and they're using it um, to their advantage. Meanwhile, I'm just letting it kind of like put me at a stop and debilitate me. Um, so that's really important, but another type of fear that, um, that I think about just, I mean, another type of example, when I think about the word fear is just kind of a motivator of keeping you always on edge. I was talking to the owner of ASRV, Sabrina works there right now, and he was like, 
I just like am a little bit always on edge, like a little doing a little bit risky all the time, just so it keeps me moving and it keeps me like a little bit scared. And I was like, so like spooky, like every, so everything you do is like a little bit spooky, and that just kind of like, <laughs> he was like exactly. <laughs> no, that's just what I mean, like always to be spooked, you know. And it's kind of a fun way to put it because every day, if you're just a little bit spooked, then it's just that much easier to figure out how you're going to get through it. Um, so when we quit our jobs, all of us, all of us were spooked and we all had brilliant ideas and we were just staying up all night long, like thinking about all these ideas. And now that we're all comfortable and no one's spooked anymore, like we're all just like, yeah, whatever. Like, you know, no one's, no one's as, no one's grinding as much anymore because no one's scared because we're good. Like we got unemployment coming in, like we're good right now. So I'm like, I'm like trying to buy something like expensive, honestly, like trying to buy something like five grand in an espresso machine and figure out how the fuck to make money again because I want, I want that, I want to be scared again and take a trip somewhere, you know? And, and then that's when you're like, fuck, I have to figure out how to do this because I'm a little bit scared. And, and that's my take on that. And I'm a little bit drunk, so I went on a tangent. Yeah, but you didn't even address what I wanted to say. What? So the whole reason you want to start this podcast was because Dunya and I have been, Dunya's a big dreamer and it's great. It's, it's amazing. And I'm a dreamer, but I have a little bit more, I would say, of a fearful side to it that I kind of lay on the edge of caution. And Dunya really wants to start our coffee business like right away. Right away, she wants to have her trailer and she talks about it all the time. And when she brings it up, my response is, well, have you applied to new jobs? And that's that's how our conversations have been going is, hey, look at my new trailer. And it's, hey, what did you apply today? And then we just get in an argument. And it's this this notion of, I'm fearful. I'm fearful that, you know, this dream is going to be unsuccessful. But then at the same time, it's, well, if you don't give the dream a go, then how do you know if it's not going to be successful? And I'm a very impulsive person. Like when I get something in my mind, I, I just have to go do it or kind of just, I think about it all day long. And after Dania said that to me this morning, she, she said, you know, let's do a podcast on fear and I don't want to be comfortable every day. And I decided to buy a car today. So I went to the dealership and I was finagling my way through a negotiation and I was every time the, the little salesman went back to, to talk to his little group of other men, um, I would like call my sister or call my boyfriend like, yo, this is, these are the numbers. What's up? What's up now? And they both kept telling me like, it's your first, like it's your first dealership. Like you could just get that, go, those numbers and go somewhere else and say, Hey, can you match this or do better? Um, and I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. Whatever. But I'm going to get, I'm going to get this car today. I'm going to leave this lot with a new fucking car. And that was my mentality all day. And I was going to sit there until that negotiation negotiation was over. Um, just to kind of, you know, like I'll figure out the payments later. I'll figure out the payments later. And kind of have that mentality that Dunya was having, but then you have to know your limits. You have to know when is this smart and what is the right thing to do? And how can I, can I push my boundaries a little bit without taking too much of a risk without being too stupid or too impulsive without looking into the facts. And I think the most important thing is fear is good. Like Dunya was saying, fear should be a motivator, especially, you know, skating or pushing yourself, but ask yourself if you're scared of something 
why? And I think a lot of the times we don't ask ourselves those questions. We, we just like get anxiety or, or get anxious or whatever the case may be. And then we just kind of go back to what's comfortable without really questioning it so that we're, we're not uncomfortable. Um, but I think asking yourself those questions and, okay, why do I, why am I afraid of being out in public? Why am I afraid of talking in front of people? Why am I afraid of putting myself out there and meeting new people and, and, and dating around, you know, that's, that's a really important question to ask yourself and to, to understand so that you can overcome those fears and push forward and surprise yourself. You'll see that, you know, you take a step and you're like, okay, I'm fine. You know, what are you scared of happening? Or what do you, what are you scared of? What? What do you think is going to (laughs) happen? What do you think is going to happen if you, (sighs) Sophia, just fucking take this. It would, it would just really suck to, to regret not doing something. I feel like, like, I feel like, to regret not doing something is worse than to regret. <laughs> that one makes fucking sense, so don't laugh. <laughs> you laugh first, bitch. I don't think we should ever be allowed to drink margar- margaritas oh before a podcast. <laughs> Jesus. She's like the biggest huff. She's the fucking... <laughs> She's like the big bad wolf. Like, <laughs> Okay. Look, listen, we're about done with this podcast, but look. No, no, I have something else to say. Okay. Okay. Um, I think, it, like I said, it's, it's, it's worse to regret not doing something because you can't necessarily go back and do it. You can't necessarily go back and say the things you wish you would have said, um, you know, done that karaoke. Like, I just had, I just had like, an epiphany and it, when you said, like, putting yourself out there and ask yourself, why are you afraid of doing that? Why are you afraid of putting yourself out there? Why are you afraid of meeting new people? Those reasons are going to vary for whatever reason. Um, you know, your experiences, I don't know. I know for me personally, like that's where I would kind of go and think. So really understanding why you're afraid of something, um, and working to overcome that fear because there really is no better feeling than, doing it, doing that trick over and over and over, you know, slamming your ass over and over and over on video (laughs) to land that trick. Finally, there's just no better feeling. You just feel like you work towards that. That is, that is rewarding for the brain. Um, and then using that fear as that motivator, like we've said here, um, and using it to your advantage, because again, your brain is just alerting you, hey, you, this trick could, yes, you could break, you know, your, your ankle and your hands and your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But y- our advanced brains now, you know, we know how to protect ourselves. We know how to fall. Um, and, and that's where, you know, our intelligence, our knowledge comes in um, and using that fear to your advantage. Yes, I could hurt myself, but knowing that I can take the right steps, make the right moves to prevent myself from breaking my head um or whatever (laughs) sounds it's skateboarding is crazy um look so just face your fears fucking just do it like just do it don't be don't hesitate don't second guess yourself that's another thing is having courage and faith in your own capabilities if you don't even have faith that you can do that trick that you can ace that test how are you gonna ace how are you gonna do it 
You, you really have to have faith and courage and confidence in yourself and just in your destiny. And, um, you know, I, I think there's a lot of things that you can do to build that confidence, um, put out good energy. Cause then you feel like, you know, good things are deserving to you to, if you put out pure intentions, um, that fear won't overcome you. Um, if you just keep that, that, that mindset. So, um, it's a beautiful thing y'all. I think for me, I, I was I actually just asked myself this question is what do I fear besides vomiting? Like what do I like? Let's just be clear. I fear, I fear vomiting. Anyway, what do I fear in my life? Like what is something that I'm, I'm scared of? And I don't really ask myself that question because I don't really consider myself to be really fearful. Uh, oh, I'm scared of planes as well. So I think Y'all maybe I am a little bit, f- like, but that's, but that's all I'm fearful of is like planes and, and, <laughs> and vomiting. Like everything else. I'm like, whatever I'm down, but Except the fireworks in Amsterdam. Everything else you said, yeah. whatever I'm down. Whatever I'm down. So Let me know. The fireworks in Amsterdam. Oh, okay, okay. Pause my my really inspirational no. speech. We're in literally Amsterdam where people are blowing up firecrackers. Let the record state that people so died in their though. homes. I was like, Mm-mm, I'm gonna seek shelter. I'm gonna sit in here. Died in their homes. A lot of people died. A lot of people died. A lot of people died. Okay. And when people are blowing up fireworks right in front of your face, why would I go outside? Why would why why would I go outside? That's not fear. That's smart. Anyway. Let's talk about that later. Anyway. All I'm trying to say is what I'm fearful of, and I think that this is just a revelation that I had just now, is this book that I'm writing has been one of the biggest obstacles that I've ever faced. Like when I have an idea for a project, I do it. Like I'll I'll get it done. Whether it's successful or not, I'll get it done. Like if it's an idea that I have, I'll do it. And for this book, I've I've started it. I'm on page like 20 something. I don't know. But I just... Every time I go to write, I write a few sentences and I close my computer. And one, it's the fear of tapping into emotions that I've never tapped into that I just don't want to. Because I know that for me, when I tap into emotions that I don't know how to control, I let it consume my entire life. I don't have a good balance between feeling emotions and and living life like a normal person. I either let it consume me and just take over every single day and every single thought that I have, or I ignore it and I'm fine and I push through. So I think that's one thing that I'm fearful of. And the second thing is it's a book on my darkest emotions being released to the public. I don't care what people think, but I care, well, will people care to read? Um, And am I writing something that's just going to be a bust? Is it going to sell it all? Does anyone really care? But that shouldn't be my motivator. My motivator should be, I wrote a fucking book about my life and it doesn't matter if anybody reads it or not. I wrote a book and I completed a milestone for myself. And I think when often our fears come from others' perceptions of us and that needs to be thrown away. It's what do you want to do regardless of what people will think or judge or believe it doesn't fucking matter. Just do whatever it is that you want to do, whatever it is that you want to pursue. And don't be, don't be afraid of, of what other people are going to, to assume about you because assumptions are bullshit. And I think that's why a lot of people are afraid of going out in public or, you know, social anxiety. It's what people think of me. It's like, who cares? These people are, you know, everybody has their own shit that they're going through. Everybody has their own fears and their own, roadblocks. And I think if we just kind of 
relax a little bit. I think that's that's also it. Is we're really uptight. At least for me, I'm really uptight, um, and I need to learn to just kind of like fucking chill, dude, and like be cool. And I don't know how to do that. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna what what's so funny, Danya? What? I don't know how to chill. Like today, I th- I think I sat down for a total of 15 minutes and I'm so tired, but we, yep, we're out here thriving, everybody. You just make up tasks to do. You're just like making up tasks to do. And I'm like, well, I'm going to go hang out at the skate parks. I didn't, I, I need to, I need to interject. Really is, like, making up tasks I didn't, okay, everybody, you, you need I need, I didn't. Smarter. Give me the mic. Stop. I didn't make up <laughs> tasks. Okay. Let me just, let me just explain. No, you don't have to explain. I'm going to explain because I feel like. These are the Margs speaking and myself. I feel like sometimes if I don't get things done, they just won't happen. And today I like went on a run for myself. I felt good. And then I was going to go try to sell a car that my mom, my mom wanted a car. So I deep cleaned the fuck out of the car. I was trying to sell a Tiffany necklace and somebody told me a time and place to meet them. So I went, I got stood up. So sick so I was already out and I needed stuff from Target <laughs> I'm not mad like I'm like mad about it but it's so embarrassing it was it was in a parking lot just like I, and I texted her or him I don't know who the fuck I said um are you coming but then so no they didn't follow me home and I should rate him and and then I was like, well, I'm out and we have no toilet paper anywhere to be found in this household or paper towel. So let me just do that while I'm out. So let me ask again, what task today did I make up? Thank you. <laughs> I just do things very last minute. I'll just do it right the last minute because I'm spend the whole day until it has to be done. I will do it then because if doesn't if it's not urgent, then why the fuck am I gonna be wasting my Saturday doing it? I'm not gonna go to the Saturday to Target to get toilet paper at two and. She in the also PM. is unemployed, so I only have Saturday at two p.m. Then assign it to me, and I'll get it done for you eventually. Eventually, <laughs> keyword eventually. <laughs> but what you were saying with the book, um, Kid Cudi came out with this album, and it was it was god awful. <laughs> It was, it was super bad. I love Kid Cudi and I love all his music, but then he came out with this album and it was just such shit. And I listened to it and I was like, who the fuck wrote and produced this shit? He produced it. (laughs) 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 So he produced it and he was really proud of himself. And he just, honestly, I think he just said like, yo, he just said, yo, I'm super proud of myself. Like I did this and I'm going to release this and I don't care who the fuck doesn't like it, but I'm really proud of it. So <laughs> it's really cute. I mean, like it's, it's kind of bad, but whatever. I'm super proud of him. I thought that was really cool and um, inspiring, but I guess what I'm really afraid of, like truly, truly afraid of is, and this is why I created the brand Morning Bean Juice um, with a ghost logo. I'm afraid of dying and not doing what I wanted to do or just like not feeling like up to this point I'm satisfied because I just remember this feeling in, in high school. Um, I think it was like my senior year of high school and I was just being such a hood rat and I was doing all the funnest shit in the world every single day. And I just remember the most content feeling me like if I died right now, I would be content as opposed to when I was on my way to Europe, flying to Europe after just like working full time a nine to five, 
um, all summer long. I just remember thinking on that plane, if this plane crashes and I die, I am not happy. Like I, I am, <laughs> it was, is this getting deep? Am I too drunk? <laughs> no, this is a real story. Like, not just too drunk. This is a literal story. That no, like, happened. am I saying too much or something? No. Yeah, no, but that's... <laughs> I mean, like, as morbid as it sounds, I just was like, I would not be stoked. But I, eh, eh, don't get near my mic. I'll beat your ass. <laughs> um, but then on, on my way back, so... A happy ending on my way back, flying back. I was like, if the plane drops now, honestly, like I'll be kind of sad, but I'm I'm hyped. Like I had a good I had a good run for it, um, and I want to like think that every day. And I'm just afraid. Like that's why I try to rush things. That's why I try to rush the coffee thing because I just want to like <laughs> die and have all these you know check marks. Like I I did the coffee thing. I got the trailer, you know. Yeah, scene. I get it. I get it. Mic drop. Okay. Thanks. Okay. So my my thing <laughs> my thing is um I don't like to think of myself as like a fearful person. Like I really don't fear much necessarily. Um and I I owe I think I owe that to I just have like an overwhelming confidence just like in myself. Like I don't know. Like and maybe that's just because, you know, maybe my life's just been a little easier. I, I don't know. But I just feel like, you know, I whatever's meant to happen to me is going to happen to me. So I don't necessarily, like, think about when I'm on a plane. I don't think about it necessarily crashing all the time. Like, that isn't my first, like, I'm just like, oh, this is going to be, like, another nice flight. Like, you know, nothing crazy. Um, and I don't really go too deep into those negative scenarios. Um, and uh, like the crime junkies, I'm sure like, you know, some of you listeners, um, are familiar with that podcast, but you know, it's these two girls or women, um, you know, (laughs) talking about these cases, um, of a lot of like kidnap murder, um, a lot of crazy, you know, sick stories, you know, one even happening like here in San Diego, like, you know, for me, like, it's even, it's pretty, it's pretty creepy to hear because these things can actually happen. But for me, like, and like Serena and Dunya got like a weird phase where they like wouldn't listen to it because like Dunya was in like Europe and Serena was like freaking out. Like she, (laughs) she could like not listen to crime junkies. And I was like, Serena, you put us all onto this podcast and now you don't want anyone to listen to it. (laughs) Like why? But like, I don't know for me, I just don't like to go too deep into that and think like that it could even happen to me if it does happen like hopefully i fucking honestly die immediately so i don't even like no honestly like that's or or (laughs) hold on i don't have to die i don't have to die i i actually believe like i would kick ass like the adrenaline in me would just be overpowering and i would absolutely and that's how my mind works it's like i'm not gonna die like if if a mur- if somebody were to come in here i've thought about this like with a, a gun or a knife trust and believe like i'm gonna be as stealth and as like <laughs> what what speak what Okay, um, and so, <laughs> so, yeah, I like to think of that, <laughs> those situations, because I, then I get to imagine myself being a badass, um, and, and I feel like that 
image in your head and reinforcing that like you can do anything like you can defeat an intruder in your home even if you're a girl I don't give a fuck like what anybody says um you can do it um and then another thing that I wanted to touch on is the I just want to like touch also back to a little bit of education um, <laughs> uh, is the social anxiety and those social anxieties and like fear of what people think um and that again stems uh to like the brain and and how that functions your brain you know you can get all these compliments oh my god like on on your instagram page you can get so many so many compliments um and then you see like one or two like bad saying like you're ugly as shit you're gonna (laughs) (laughs) i personally haven't but I know that if I did, it would like eat me alive, and I would like find that person. Why, bitch? Look at me again. Look at me again in this light. <laughs> um, so, but think about these like big, like these big, like <laughs> these big people on Instagram. They're getting all these positive comments, these celebrities, and then you get these like far and few between negative comments and it ruins them like this is the reason for like people's demise and and their mental health declining because of these negative comments and that's because it registers as something different to your brain like oh whoa 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 like those compliments felt good but this negative one just came out of the blue it's not familiar I'm not familiar with it and it's not making me feel very good so knowing that it's just a kind of chemical reaction I guess in your brain um because it's like a different experience you can know okay my brain is just not as advanced as me or okay sorry my brain is just doing its like thing it has its faults so I can use the other sorry I don't I'm not like a fucking expert I'm reading a book okay I've read one I've read like a third of a book (laughs) so just bear with me but you can use the other parts of your brain and the intelligence that we have as human beings to know hey don't let that comment get to you fuck that person who gives a fuck like a seriously who cares this is real life and you can choose to say hey I actually don't care what you think so that will no longer be a fear or a negative you know thing to you it's just oh I know what that means that's just you know someone's bitter and mad um whatever like Okay, take this away from me. Bye. I think I think jokes aside, something that you said um, actually really resonated with me. And I think this concept of our our lives, like like Sophia and and me and Dunya have lived very different lives. And I think for me, um, I'm gonna take I'm gonna retract my statement that when I said I'm not very fearful because if there's one thing I'm fearful of, extremely fearful of, is the well-being of the people that I love. And I freak out to the point of like, I'm making myself sick with worry, wondering like, okay, is my mom going to make it home from work? Like, let me track. My sister didn't answer me. Let me track her. Oh, she's in the Netherlands right now for school. Like, where is she? Like, I literally had to leave work one time because she wasn't answering me for like three hours. And she, this dumb bitch texted me like three hours like, oh, yeah, I had a new job today. I'm like, oh, you didn't want to tell anybody that you started a new job and you went off the, the grid for three hours okay in a new country anyway but i think this it doesn't matter this 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 irrational fear has stemmed from the fact that i grew up thinking that my life was perfect that i was untouchable that nothing bad would ever happen to me in my family i had a perfect home i grew up 
you know, going to really good schools. I was playing outside all the time. Like I never, as a child, I had the best childhood. Like I really thought that my family was perfect and that no harm would ever come to my family. And I think that naivety as a child really, really kind of fucked me a little bit for my adulthood because when my dad died, it was just like, that happened to me. Like I didn't think my parents could die as, as a teenager. Like that doesn't seem like something that would happen to me because everything's been so perfect. And after that experience, I ended up losing my family from a lawsuit, both sides of my family. And so I really just talked to my sister and my mom and I have a huge fucking family. And the fact that I lost more than just my dad has completely, completely skewed my perception of things and my paranoia about the well-being of, of the people that I love is actually extremely unhealthy. And even today, like my boyfriend was on his way back to where he's living right now with a friend and like didn't text me for like 35 minutes. I'm like, yo, are you good? Hey. And like, I don't know this person that he's driving with. So like, is he a good driver? Blah, blah, blah. And I, I literally freaked myself out that something bad happened. And then I happened to go on Instagram to kind of ease my mind. And this bitch is sending me videos of pugs. Like nothing's happening. I'm like, excuse me, bro. Are you fucking seeing my text messages of me thinking that you're dead on the side of the road and you're, you're out here having the audacity to send me a wrinkly ass pug? Me? No. Oh, I was like, oh, him. No, him. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you sitting here just sending me wrinkly ass pugs. Like, look at your text. There's like a hundred of them saying like, are you okay? Where are you? Are you good? Yeah. And that's something that I really have to work on and something that I'm really trying to like calm myself down. But I think that difference there um, and looking at people who are really fearless, um, like Sophia, really fearless, but like there's been no immediate deaths. And I see that in my friends as well. And and I think that I just took this death to just such an extreme and, and that's something that I have to work on myself. And I, the, the whole concept of it doesn't matter what your fear is. We all fear things and we all make those fears a reality in our minds, no matter what you're fearful of, whether it's irrational, whether it's rational, it's still a fear that you can overcome. And I think that's the important thing to recognize is whatever the fear is aside, what is it that you want to overcome and how can you overcome it? And at the end of the day, that's all you need to just ask yourself every single day for the rest of your life is what do I fear at this stage of my life? Because fears will change. And I, I'm, I'm finding that the older that I get, the more conceptual my fears are becoming and, and trying to like going back to that quote, trying to make sense and understand the world. And there's so much fear in the unknown and, and a lack of understanding and a lack of knowledge, but really breaking down the pieces and asking yourself why it is you fear what it, what it is you fear and, and trying to find the time to educate yourself and, and gain the knowledge and gain the perspective to have a better sense of the world, a better worldview, a better, uh, like I said in my last podcast, to see more colors, the older that you get, I think is, is the solution to becoming less and less fearful as you get older. So that's all I have to say before I chug the rest of my magamina. Ew, I hated the way you said that word. Yeah, it looks like it's gone. Because you fucking drank it all. Oh, God. It was... Don't be dramatic. These two don't You're going drink. to sleep. Do you have anything to say? Not really. I, I, I just really quickly, um, fear of death, and I think that that's, you know, that's a big theme um, here. So it's... And, and I haven't experienced any, like, immediate death. Like, no, my parents haven't passed away. And that's definitely something that I think a lot of people are afraid. Like, you know, you, especially as I get older, I'm like, oh, my God, like, 
my grandparents, like my parents, like they're, you know, they're getting older and it's definitely something that's scary. Um, but I just feel grateful that, um, I can see such good examples of like strength and prosperity after something like that. Because, um, honestly, like it's like a weird fear of mine too, is like, is my dad passing away just because like, I don't really have the best relationship with him. And I always think back of like, if I don't do something now, like what, what if something happens? And you know, that theme just is a little more apparent. Um, it's just kind of in the back of my head, like, you know, it's it's kind of weird, but I think everybody kind of thinks about it. Like, it's inevitable. Um, and it's just this weird thing that I have is, like, specifically, like, my dad. Um, not anything to you, Mama, but, <laughs> like, you're going to live forever. Like, like whatever. Um, I'm just saying, like, it's just a weird thing, I think, because me and my dad aren't really that close. So, um, but again, like being able to see that, you know, you can overcome that you can uh, have so much strength through that you will survive even, you know, the the, tragic death of of a loved one. Um, you can do anything because that's that type of heartbreak is, is, uh, something that doesn't really ever go away, but you learn to, to live with it, to move through it. Um, and I think that's just the beauty and the resilience of, of humans and our minds and, and how we can control them. Um, so, you know, no, matter the situation um you can literally do anything you set your mind to um and just I I wish peace and strength to everybody during these tough times well that awkward pause was because Dunya was going to say something really profound and then just looked at the camera and And or Mike and like yeah like shook her head (laughs) because Sophia's was like super good and then I was going to say something like very kind of not that inspirational i didn't want to ruin it but it wasn't going to be inspirational it was just okay i guess i'll go on um i was just gonna say (laughs) wait yeah we've logged (laughs) (laughs) they're gone (laughs) um but what i was gonna say was when you're afraid of something and like say you're afraid of skateboarding uh, or i don't know say you're afraid of doing this one trick and they do that one trick anyways and then you eat shit and you fall on your face you have to do it again like you have to do it again you cannot let that fear sit with you or it's gonna ruin it it's gonna ruin it for so long that's why I'm just surfing I'm just I literally ruined my experience I had a really bad experience and I decided to just leave then instead of just like sticking it out and doing something that'll make the um, situation more positive so now whenever I eat shit I just make sure to do that same exact trick again or like do the the same exact thing again just so I leave on a positive note and now I'm not scared. Like now I'm not scared to do that same thing again because it wasn't that bad. Um, Yeah, so I guess that's a little little mind trick. Hacking your brain. (laughs) (laughs) Biohacking? Biohacking your brain. Neural hacking? (laughs) Bro. So... With that, I honestly just want to end the podcast by reading that quote again, because the more that I think about it, like the more it's just it literally just summarized everything that we just said. Take it in, y'all. Yeah. Soak it in. Nothing in life is to be feared. It is only to be understood. Now is the time to understand more so that we may fear less. And it's true. We only fear what we can't understand. And with that, I hope that this resonated with you. I hope that you all feel a little bit more inspired to face your fears. I hope you got a good laugh in, especially in this time where... nobody's laughing no one's laughing except everybody at us yeah everyone's laughing at (laughs) us but especially the time where 
everything seems so grim and so sad and all the shit that I'm seeing on social media is elections and and this and justice and fuck this group of people and fuck that group of people and this is a conspiracy and let's take a second to just throw that shit out the window like that is the society and society I think sometimes I I, I wish like it didn't get this crazy because it's developed so many different types of like issues that really don't need to be here no but it's where we are, you know, we get a lot of luxuries from being in a society like this, but I think in certain cases you need a break. Stop letting into that societal narrative. Like, fuck the elections, enjoy life, enjoy being alive and, and just living in nature. Go out, like, nature, 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 y'all. That's it. Also, <laughs> just a little side note, if, if you see a post on Instagram that says, read this, this is completely irrelevant also. If you see a, a post that says, read this, and, and you read it, and you're like, wow, <laughs> this is the truth, and you just repost, and people repost and repost without looking up anything, the amount of shit that I'm seeing online that is so inaccurate is, is heartbreaking, that people are just, and this is why there's so much discrepancy about what's true and what's not. It's like, guys, stop looking, stop finding your news on Twitter. Okay, stop finding your news on Instagram stories and stop finding your news on a very corrupt platform like Facebook that filters out a lot of information. Do your research, find a reputable source and get your own knowledge. That's all I have to say about that. And that's why I kind of stay off. I just keep my political opinions to myself online because there's just so much noise. Um, and just to lighten the mood, um, I hope you all have a wonderful day, uh, a wonderful re- Guys, you all know that I butcher this fucking sentence sober, so there's no way that I can do it now. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day, afternoon, evening, <laughs> and I look forward to speaking to you all next week.